it's happening again. You're listening to Moving Right Along, a Muppet special event CBS special <laughs> presentation <laughs> podcast brought to you by ToughPigs.com. This is the podcast where we watch A Muppet Family Christmas, which aired on ABC, not CBS, two minutes at a time and talk about it a lot. I'm your host, Anthony Strand. And I'm your other host, Ryan Rowe. And I feel like we should insert that CBS special presentation uh, sound effect right there. And I'm a jolly old elf, Danny Horn. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, together, the three of us are talking about minutes 21 and 22 of A Muppet Family Christmas. In these minutes, the snowstorm starts to get worse. And the Sesame Street gang rehearse their Christmas pageant. Rehearse. So, so they, that's what it says. Indeed. They say it's time for rehearsal. I know. Rehearsal. I know. But, I was gonna. Uh, I was gonna. I was gonna save that, and I just. I could, it, it, yeah, I'm sure we all made the same note of like, what are they rehearsing yeah, for? Rehearse. They're, they they're putting on this pageant for a crowd of many, many yeah. people, and so. they're not gonna do all that again. Right. Exactly. Right. And it's Christmas Eve, right? So. Right. Yeah. Right. But but before we get to the Sesame Street pageant, yes. uh, first the snowman calls it the worst blizzard in 50 years. So the, that's the news that's man. something. The news man. What did I say? You said the snowman. <laughs> but he would know also. Okay. He yeah, would also call it that, news. yes. Yeah. The Muppet Newsman on TV, <laughs> uh, he calls it the worst blizzard in 50 years. And then he says barometers are falling sharply. Ah, and a bunch of barometers fall on him, yeah. which is such a it. solid newsman gag. I love it. He, <laughs> the newsman is on screen for like probably 10 seconds or less. And it's like, it's everything we need from the newsman. Yeah. Right. This is the. I was thinking the second to last time Jim Henson will ever play the Muppet Newsman. The last time is on the Bobby McFerrin episode Bobby of the McFerrin Jim Henson. Episode of the Jim Henson Hour. Exactly. Yeah. No two humans on earth have thought as much about the Jim Henson Hour <laughs> as Ryan and I. Like. Well, and that's one of the ones that I had on tape from its original airing. So I've seen that one a million times. That episode. Sure. So you know that the Newsman's in it doing a ripoff of the uh, news for the terminally unhip Garrett Morris <laughs> SNL bit. Right. With Bobby McFerrin translated. Bobby translating. McFerrin, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But in this one, there's no Bobby, but there is Scooter laughing at the, at the newsman's misfortune. Yeah, that's an interesting Aww. choice. We don't... Do we do we usually see Muppets ever... Or do we ever see Muppets laughing at the newsman getting injured on The Muppet Show? I mean, the studio never, audience never is, is all Muppets. Right. But we never see Kermit like offstage going, ah, <laughs> like the... Yeah, it seems, it seems a little bit mean, I guess. It's... Yeah, right. Agreed. Yeah, they're gonna murder the turkey, though. That's true. <laughs> this is a this is a vicious bunch. Yeah, it is. Scooter, Scooter can't wait to rip into that turkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not. I don't think there's any turkey content in these two minutes, though. I think we just. I know, but I still can't get over it. I'm gonna try and hold it back <laughs> next time. I'll um, see him again. I can't. I can't do it again right now. Yes, save it, save it for the next one. But we do get some great, like the next section here is just like a bunch of great little crossover moments, right? Yeah. Like now, now we have the Muppet Show gang and the Sesame Street gang just in the house hanging out. And we start right away with Scooters laughing at the newsman. And then the count starts counting snowflakes. Yep. Back to back. Scooters being a jerk. The count is counting just what you want to see. Again, what more do you need? Yeah. It's great. And then Kermit is so cute just looking out the window. Kermit is so worried that Piggy is out in this snowstorm, and that's when we go to a commercial. I am almost 100% certain that the music cue that plays here as Kermit is staring out the window is from Fraggle Rock. 
Oh, yeah. A few oh. years ago, I was watching Fraggle Rock and I heard, like, in a similar sort of like somber, really? like, oh no, what's going to happen next kind of moment, that I heard the, a, a music cue that I went, oh, that sounds so familiar. And then the next time I watched this, I thought, oh, wait, that's, that's it. That's the same music yeah. from Fraggle Rock that they recycled for this. Huh. I think um, you're right. Thank you. Sounds <laughs> certainly sounds plausible. Yes. But so then we go to a commercial and when we come back, Kermit is still at the window while, while they remind us the title. Of He's the been commercial. staring out the window for the whole commercial break. The whole commercial break. It's so yeah. cute. He just, he was so excited to learn about Norelco razors <laughs> and York peppermint patties. Yeah. Uh, what happens next? Ma Bear is assigning bedrooms to all the Sesame Street characters. And Danny, you talked about how when they are caroling, yes. we only get the names of Ernie and Harry Monster. And now yes. here, I think strengthening my theory that the audience just knows all these characters' names, Bert and Ernie are identified by name here. She says yeah. Bert, Bert and Ernie will bunk out with the lizard or whatever. Yeah. But she talks about the huge canary, mm-hmm. the blue monster, and the cookie eater. Right. Like, which is like a joke that she doesn't know those names. Yeah, so Ma can't be bothered to learn any of these characters' names. There's just <laughs> too many of them. But yeah. Big Bird and Cookie Monster are both very simple descriptive names that sort of right. just, just like they just tell you who these people are and yet she like she's close she she says huge canary but you're almost there no big bird yeah, right. and yeah. then cookie eater oh you're even like even closer that time but cookie it's monster. a little bit harder to say huge canary than it is big bird yeah big bird, yeah. yeah you're not saving any time large avian right and then i, I guess continuing the theme of nobody cares about hairy monster uh ma bear says the blue monster. Like she already said the cookie eater, so we know it's yeah. not cookie monster. But is there any doubt that she means Grover when she says the blue monster? No, and I think especially sleeping in the bathtub, like that seems yeah. like something Grover would volunteer for. Harry Monster would tear that bathtub in half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. It's Grover. So he doesn't get a little moment in this like everybody else does. No, he gets a line. I mean I think that's why they say his name all He just gets so to sing game. a little, yeah. I mean he's one of the reindeer, we'll see. Short oh story. yeah, yeah. I have. Um, a, did I mention I have a hairy monster, Uncle Pat? <laughs> for those of you, I forget who, if I mentioned. For that those of you who missed yesterday's episode, just in case Danny I owns did. a hairy monster Funko Pop. Really cute. It's one of the really cute. Yes. Ones. I also forgot to mention yesterday that I own a Mr. Snuffleupagus Funko Pop. Yeah, I got the Snuffy and Big Bird, the, the giant ones, right? They're like. It's like nine inches or whatever. It's super that's, tall. That's great. I listen to other podcasts, and I'm just like. <laughs> This is, I, I hate like all podcasts, basically. It's just like, oh, these jerks <laughs> are not funny. And they're talking about stupid. Mimi. And honestly, I feel like this, we deliver. When are they going to just stop talking about boring stuff and talk about what Funko Pops they are? Exactly which Funko Pops they are. Yeah. 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 I, would, I would like Pop Culture Happy Hour so much more if Glenn Weldon would just give me a list of his Funko Pops. <laughs> I, right? No, really. Actually, what I'm saying is, that, well, is that the three of us are adorable and... Aww. We, we, oh, can, yes. we can get away with this every other podcast sucks. well i hope i hope glenn weldon is listening to oh, this man. right now and then he can just you know tweet us a list of his <laughs> Funko Pops. So hello glenn oh, You're out there. and yes. then what happens next in this movie this this is not a movie in this tv special what happens next yes. get it right <laughs> anthony oh yeah oscar says ma bear didn't say anything about oscar but oscar says yes. he'll be nicely miserable in his trash can here and then rizzo goes mountain climbing up the side of Oscar's <laughs> yeah. trash can and says maybe I can bunk out here with you which is Rizzo's only line in this whole special yeah mm-hmm. but it's a really nice I mean he laughs after Oscar says I've never had a rat in a trash can before. Maybe it might be- which I don't believe at yeah, all 
Oscar lives in New York City <laughs> in a trash can. He has definitely had a rat in there right. before. The thing I find odd about that moment is, is he says, like, I never had a rat in my trash can before. That might be nice. Which, like, just feels a little bit scratching and squawking to me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what does he mean by that? He just means that they're going to hang out, complain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Eat a bunch of junk food, trash, garbage food, which you know Rizzo's going to eat. Yeah. Rats are smelly and dirty and carry diseases. He <laughs> loves that. Oscar loves to get diseases from Rizzo. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's what he loves to do. This is um, a much darker special. Than that's the epilogue of this <laughs> special. But Janice, meanwhile, Janice made Christmas cookies. She's very excited. She comes bounding into the room saying, who wants Christmas cookies? Uh, Cookie Monster wants them. He yep. just eats them. He goes, he, he devours them. He, he does yell cookie at first. Yeah. Again, that's that's what you want to see, what you want to hear from Cookie yeah. Monster. Thank you but for that's that like... added detail. This is a this is a new mistake on Janice's part. Like everybody, everybody else in the house is just like, dude, you don't. If you have cookies <laughs> right, right. and cookie monsters in the house, you don't run. You don't want. Them. Don't yeah. Don't just make a an offer. Yeah, you don't just shout Christmas cookies and think that there's gonna be yeah. Like dude, he's she just she's never met him before. This is the first time. Right, right, right. Yeah, clearly. Right, but so he eats and them you, all. Yeah, and then Janice says, "Who was that strange blue creature?" Yeah, she says that I'm not doing a Janice imitation. <laughs> I Ryan, will you that. I do like her delivery. It's it's like, who was that strange blue creature? There she was. That was. It's like she. I, I love. I love. I love Ryan's Janice. I actually do. <laughs> right. I think about you sometimes when I hear Janice. I just think about uh, the way that you the, the, the imitator. Have I done a Janice line before yeah, on the podcast or? Yeah. Or in real right. life. I I probably said that she wanted to trade with anyone who had a jacuzzi. That's it. Oh, a jacuzzi. Yeah, That's yeah, the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. I knew yeah. that there was like something um, in my head of like. Ryan and the yes, there you go. <laughs> right, but so then Animal walks up, and you, Danny talked about how uh, Animal and Cookie Monster sound the same. Yep, and they do because Animal walks up and says, "That my kind of fella," <laughs> which rules. Yeah, <laughs> super cute. Oh yeah, because they're basically the same. They're very similar creatures. Animal is, of course, if anything, more unhinged than than Cookie Monster, who is. Who is rel- I guess like so. able? Cookie Monster is able to hold a conversation like a person. That's true. Yes, an right. animal is not. Like Cookie Monster gets right. excited, you know, and like Cookie Monster can keep himself in check. Yeah, when the situation calls for it. Right. I mean, yeah. you're not going to find animals sitting at Gordon and Susan's house. Yeah. Talking about how like <laughs> well, me called Santa. Like animals not going to sit here and list all right, the ways right, he right. contacted Santa Claus. <laughs> no, he doesn't care. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think- I think back in the day, like Frank Oz used to say that that Miss Piggy was like the most three dimensional character, and Fozzie was two dimensional, and that Animal just has no dimensions at all. Like it's just like all he cares about <laughs> is like sex and food and drumming. Right. Yeah, there's yeah, so, it's yeah. like food, sex, drums, pain, and ah, there's one other thing I forget, Christmas but yeah, he's he's yeah. said that in interviews <laughs> a few times. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Food, sex, drums, pain, and Christmas cookies. That's Animal. But so then Ernie, Ernie gets everyone's attention because it's rehearsal time. We got to watch this. Rehear- guys, guys, it's <laughs> rehearsal time. But, but, we got to get this right. Rehearsal All time. Right, so they're going to rehearse the uh, Sesame Street pageant. And this, this, like, this is so heartwarming to me because they just got there. Like they've been wandering outside <laughs> yeah. it for days. They just got here. Now they're like, you know what we're doing? A Sesame Street pageant. It's happening. Prairie Dawn, yeah. you're out. Rolf, you're the accompanist. See, that's, yeah, it's. It is nice to see, again, a crossover where Ralph is playing the piano for the Sesame Street characters, yeah. but 
yeah, it's it's too bad that that Prairie Dawn is just like yeah, she's relegated to just kind of standing in the audience right, watching. Is, but I do like to imagine that she's like overwhelmed from too much travel that she can't do it. Could and be. She knows she's... And she, you know, she's going to give them notes. <laughs> right, right. And like Rolf is such a pro that he's like, sure, I'll do it. And he just yeah. he, one yeah. glance at the sheet music, and R- Rolf is ready to go. I don't even know what is there sheet there music. Is I didn't music. even notice. I, oh, okay, I, I checked nice. to make sure before I said that. Very um, good. Um, so what are they doing? They're doing "Twas the Night Before Christmas" by Clement Moore. Ernie says the author's name out loud, which is yeah. why I've mm-hmm. never forgotten it. Although I learned from looking it up on Wikipedia that there has actually been some doubt about the authorship of the poem because um, Clement Moore did not initially take credit for it until a few years after it was published and became popular. And there are some people who think a different guy named, I think it was Major Henry Livingston Jr., that he was the actual author of yeah, the poem. cool. So. Settle down, Derek Jacoby. Who cares? <laughs> but I had no idea that, that, that the, there was so much controversy right, there. Right, Me neither. That's wild. Yeah. Derek Jacoby famously thinks Shakespeare didn't write Shakespeare. I was on board with that, like those conspiracy theories when I was like 15. And I was like, dude, it all makes so much sense. Like it wasn't Shakespeare. It was this other guy. But, but, but the, like yeah, in the end, who cares? like Derek Jacoby yeah, is 80 years old. Like what is, <laughs> why is he so concerned about this? Right. Oh, so what else happens next? Uh, so Ernie, Bert's so Ernie, like, like, yeah, like I said, Ernie is already in his nightgown and cap. <laughs> And he says the title of the of the play. Or no, he doesn't say the title of the play yet. First, he t- tries to get Bert to come out. And Bert is too embarrassed to come out from behind the curtain. He does not want any part of this. He, like Danny said, he's, he's going to be humiliated. Um, so here's my question for you guys in the year 2021. Mm-hmm. Is, is Bert's humiliation about having to wear drag, is that funny still? It gave me pause. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, right. Um... Right. And I make... They wouldn't do it now. You think? I don't think they now would. Now that Gonzo's out as transgender. <laughs> when was the last time they did anything like this? Yeah, I don't know. A minute. I think also the fact that like he just he really doesn't want to do it. Right, right. If it was just like Bert like enthusiastically doing a drag performance, that's one thing. Also, it's seriously then be like great. Like... Bert, go for it. But this is like Ernie has forced him to do this. <laughs> he he did. But lose if the they did, if they didn't mention it, it doesn't actually look that feminine of costume agreed and he doesn't have any lines that's true that's true he's just standing there well they they do they cut out about 90 percent of this poem yeah they do attack i mean mama would not have any lines anyway because it's all narrated by by the husband character that's true there's no there's no dialogue i mean santa claus says one thing at the end right but uh anyways in any case that's for i, I guess listeners it's for you to decide <laughs> if this is funny or not and i really do yeah i yeah, want to know what I, people I, think i definitely want to know what people think um i do i do enjoy ernie so... saying that somebody has to play mama and you lost the toss like i do i do enjoy <laughs> that they flipped a coin over who had to play what part which ernie so it could have right, been which ernie. ernie may have rigged you know whatever that's ernie I, but yeah I mean, so it was just between the two of them then. I don't know like they they have other friends who could have played mama right. or you know like there are yeah. other Where, where's granny fanny you're Nisselrode? obsessed with granny fanny Nesselrode <laughs> I just like saying the name granny fanny Nesselrode I've, I've but... never heard that character where... mentioned by anyone but you <laughs> and I bet total number of mentions 
exceeds 20. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the thing. I think I had two different Sesame Street storybooks when I was a kid where she was played some kind of role. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it was one of those things. I mean, actually kind of like Betty Lou where I grew up assuming that at one point in Sesame Street's history that she had been more of a character than she actually was. Because she was in these books. That was Rodeo Rosie for me. Oh, yeah. Rodeo Rosie is the, another one, yes. And Sam the Robot. Sure. I had the Sesame Street Pet Show book. And Ro- yeah. Rodeo Rosie is like one of the main characters in that thing. So Yeah, sure. But just the name Granny Fanny Nusselrode. Well. Wasn't Granny Fanny Nusselrode in a Sesame Street live show? Probably, yeah. They, they had a few pretty obscure characters yeah. in those shows. She's not in this one, unfortunately. No, she's not. No. Unfortunately, she should be playing Mama. Oh, that's all great. I'm saying. Sure, yeah, I'd be on board. You, I, I'd be so happy for you if that was the thing. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah. Her legacy would be different, I suppose, if she played Mama in this. It would be, yes. Just, I, I yeah, just, sorry. I just want to get through this episode without being canceled. <laughs> that's, that's my goal. We just ride out on the right. trans thing with, well, with Granny Fanny Nessel Road. That'll be that's cool with me. Sure. So Ernie starts reading the poem and gets as far as not a creature was stirring, and then he stops. So we're done. Good night, everybody. <laughs> All right. All right. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We will see you tomorrow. We'll be back again. Danny's back with us one more time, and we'll be talking about Muppets again. Good night. Happy holidays. Cookie.